Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and I'm so happy to be here with you this morning. It's I'm running a smidge late, but I'm not even worried. Um, you know, today, <clears throat> I've run into this uh, yesterday a bunch, and that's why I want to bring it up. Because I, I kept wondering, like, what am I bumping into? Like, what, what is this uh, interesting kind of thing happening, this conundrum with my my family and friends and stuff. And then this morning it hit me. People are believing that their thoughts are who they are. Just like we think our bodies are who we are and our, our names are who we are. We have this like identity crisis with thoughts. And if someone threatens to dismantle a belief or thought, we hold on to it tighter. Now, what if our thoughts aren't who we are? And you know, I think at a young age, I dabbled in this idea of what if it isn't who I am? And that's what made it really easy to step away from the thought and look at it as separate from me. And I did that at a very young age. Um, I remember just be, you know, just contemplating things without having to attach to them. And that is like part of the thing where people think if they, if they dabble in your idea, they'll have to attach to it and detach from their own and thus give up who they are. And what if that weren't so? What if it's just we can try on different things just like we can try on different clothing and see if one feels better than the other? And this is how I change beliefs, you know, to tell you the truth. It's like, it's a simple thing. I, I, I feel how I feel on my own. And then I'll feel how I feel with another one on as if that was the only one on and not this other. And I'll weigh the difference between the two, just the same as you would if you put two outfits on in front of a mirror. You put one on, you have to take it off to try the other one on. And this is what I do on a regular basis to make sure that the thoughts I have are the ones that serve the highest good of all. Now, it used to be the ones that serve the highest good of me, but now I've upgraded to serving the highest good of all because I know the highest good of all also serves me. It doesn't have to be only me. If it was me, then it would also serve the highest good of all if it was at that level. So um, I love this reminder because seeing friends hold on to uh, their thoughts or beliefs and seeing how it then relates to the other things that they're holding on to. Because remember, all pain is resistance. So what are we resisting? When we have pain, when my back goes out, um, or I hurt my finger, or I get cramps, or whatever, what am I resisting? Like it's very clear for me to see now that having cramps my whole childhood was resisting becoming a woman because it was that period, boy. And when that period came, it was a reminder that I was a woman 
And I didn't want that reminder because I really didn't like the example I had as a child of what it was to be a woman. I wasn't excited about being a woman. Um, so very interesting. And uh, <laughs> so now I have to ask myself on a regular basis, what am I having resistance to? What am I, what am I dabbling in? What am I experiencing and enjoying and, ah, you know, and not enjoying? Uh, how is my life shifting and changing? How is cramps when I was a child different from cramps I may have now? You know, what's the difference? You know, maybe today it wouldn't be resistance to being a woman. Maybe it's resistance to taking care of myself. That's the pain. So then when I take care of myself, they ease away. And actually, I just don't get cramps anymore. But if I did, I would see it as an invitation to self-care, to slow down, to take a break, to relax, to take care of me. That's what I would see in that today. I didn't see that then, and nor was it probably as applicable. So in this now that we have a lot of of struggling, of person against person, thought against thought, belief against belief, people are even more grasping to hold on. But what if all of it was true? And I've been experiencing that lately. What if it's all true? What if every thought has truth in it? And then it's just an alignment for that person. So then it's like we all get to be right. We all get to be right. But it's easier to align with people who share your thoughts. It does come to that. Now, unless you're not attached to your thoughts, then you could swim in any pool because you would respect people for their thoughts even if you couldn't join them in them. You could appreciate that they have strong feelings in something or they believe in something, even if it wasn't your belief. You know, throughout my life, I've truly enjoyed sampling the passions of others through their own experiences in it. And even though I'm not a, say, football player, I can truly just immerse in the game of football through the passion of another, hearing what it's about for them, hearing what it is they look for. You know, are they looking for touchdowns? They're looking for, you know, certain players and certain scores. What are they looking for? What, what excites them about it? What inspires them? So I look for all of that and I have my moment of appreciating, enjoying football and learning something about it. And I've done this with so many things and I love doing it. I love uh, learning that way through another's passion. And a lot of times it's a blip. It's like five minutes or a half hour or hour. It's not like a huge commitment. And yet now it's almost as if I have a gem in my pocket that I can tap into anytime I want. I have an appreciation for an event or opportunity or a sport or whatever that I wouldn't have had before because I got to experience it through someone who genuinely loves it. Um, so it's interesting, like I, there's many things that I personally love and I love sharing them. And I always feel into the experience when I'm sharing it, that is this person really enjoying what I'm sharing or are they just going along with it? 
And if they're going along with it, I have no trouble shutting off my fountain of joy, you know, uh, my overflow of joy and, and expression. I don't have a problem turning it off because I don't need to share it. It is mine. And um, my passion exists whether or not they acknowledge it. So I don't need to share it with someone who doesn't also uh, gain from that experience of hearing me share it. So I'll just stop. I just stop. So, um, but this ability that we have to recognize our beliefs are not who we are so that we can release them and let them go as needed so that we can continue on our journey of expansion. We can continue on and move forward. We don't have to hold on to the phrases of our parents, you know, or the quotes of movies if they no longer serve us. They can be memories. They can be a remember when. But you might even find a deeper awesomeness. And that deeper awesomeness could be when we're ready to let go of it, it too can expand and evolve with us and come to new levels. I'm seeing that happen for me with many different aspects of my life. I've noticed that there have been things that I've learned that I feel, I felt kind of like, huh, you know, like, huh. And now I'm wondering if that huh wasn't because there was a deeper understanding that I was broaching that was above and beyond the teacher who taught me. And now I'm having access to that. Very cool stuff. And when we learn to tune within, we are accessing our own higher uh, wisdom, the wisdom of higher consciousness. And maybe we aren't ready to hear it in its glory, but if we are actively maintaining an expansion of frequency, we can get the highest truth that we have access to. And that is an absolute. That highest truth is our interpretation through the view of the frequency we're in, seeing uh, this, this, uh, this truth in, um, its, in its glory. It is limited by our frequency. It is limited by each person's frequency. So as we raise our frequency, so too raises this understanding of this absolute truth. And uh, I, I love that. Now, this is a crazy short, but I just feel we went really deep, really hard, really fast. And I would rather you re-listen to this and hear this impactful message rather than ramble on if I don't need to. And I don't need to. So um, this is, yeah, because this is a lot for me too. And I can feel it's laying across me like a huge down comforter like really heavy and comfortable and soothing. And ah, so anyway, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna finish with that. I am sending you much love, much hugs. Have a beautiful, wonderful day. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafaucet.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.